Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain to you really quick. First of all, for starters, it's free. Yes, I said it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And I know most of you guys have a phone or computer, so it's so easy. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi everyone, this is your girl Sharifa, AKA Sharif, and welcome to the I'm Good Podcast. Or in better words, the I Feel Good podcast, because that's how you're going to feel after you listen. If you are new here, welcome to the family. This is a place where we explore topics on mental health, physical health, and everything in between. If you're trying to get right and stay right mentally, this is definitely the place you want to be. And wait, before I begin, here's some really, really quick info. Why did I name this podcast I'm Good? Simple. Because as people, from a cultural standpoint, whether we are down or happy, our favorite response to friends, families, or strangers is, I'm good, even if we're not. It's completely normal not to feel happy all the time, but in the midst of whatever you go through, the saying I'm good can elaborate to so many different meanings. So yes, this is the place to be. Whether you're down, happy, excited, and everything in between, I'm here to dish out knowledge, talk about current topics, and to lift you up. So feel free to subscribe, share this podcast, leave a review, tell a friend, or do whatever makes you feel good. Now let's get started on today's show. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode. Thank you all to... Thank you all to who tuned in last week to my very first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it was very informative. And I hope you all had an awesome week or weekend, despite everything that is going on. So I like to just kind of start off with some current topics. Um, The number one current topic, I don't even have to say the word right now because is about just about the only topic that's being talked about, but you know what topic that is. Um, just make sure you guys stay safe out there. Um, be smart, make smart decisions, and just try to not just think about yourself. Try to think about others as well. I know a lot of times we tend to just think about ourselves like, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to, you know, if I go here and, you know, I don't get exposed to it. I can't harm others. Well, if you do get exposed to it and you're fine, exposed, should I say, to the virus that's going around known as coronavirus, um, you can always, you know, expose someone else that might be older than you or somebody that might have different illnesses. So um, just be mindful in regards to that. Um, And there's a lot of information um, that is being done in regards to helping people who are facing financial hardship. So make sure you guys um, just kind of read up on some information about that. Like I did hear some things. I know there's one thing that's being done in regards to, I believe the interest payments on loans. Um, I also know some companies are allowing you to defer payments. I heard some things in regards to mortgages and things like that um, in regards to them like deferring it or delaying payment. So make sure you guys do your research. Do not sit at home for anybody um, who has lost their job at this time temporarily, um, just don't sit at home and think that you can't bring in any money. 
try to think of different ways you can kind of do things or maybe work on your passion, work on a hobby and just look at different websites, see what the government is doing, see what the United States is doing for people who are not receiving any income. So please just don't sit there like a, a way will be made. Just know that you just have to do the work. You just have to seek each what they say you should seek and you shall find something like that. I'm always getting my words mixed up, but yes. And then also too, spring is finally here. Y'all spring actually for me, um, I live in New York. Um, the weather actually was not bad. The weather was not bad at all. And from where, where I'm from, it typically snows. We get bad winters, nothing but snow and, icy rolls, but it honestly was not a bad winter. So spring kind of transitioned nice and smoothly. So we are in a new season. So this is a time where I know a lot of people spring clean and this actually goes excellent with today's podcast in regards to spring cleaning, because as you see by the title, it is called mentally fit. My mind has a six pack. So basically here it goes. We typically always talk about physical fitness. We talk about working out, which is excellent. We talk about eating right, which is excellent as well. But a lot of times we don't talk about, you know, the mental health side of things. Because if we don't have good mental health, we're not going to go work out. We're not going to want to do those things. So I say, let me put a little spin on it. Instead of just having a regular six pack, why our minds can't have a six pack? So in regards to that, I'm going to talk about six things that you can do to become mentally fit, or if you're already doing these things, that's awesome as well. And make sure you guys too, if there's like something, like if you ever have a question you wanna ask me, or if there is, you know, maybe another topic you want me to talk about or dive into more, feel free to hit me up on my Instagram. My Instagram is Amore, so that's A-M as in Mary, O-R underscore Shree, S-H-R-I, so Amore underscore Shree. Feel free to send me a DM. Feel free to um, make an Instagram story or comment on one of my posts. Um, Just let me know um, if there's something that you want me to talk about or if you just want to just say, hey, you know, put hashtag I'm good fam just so I know that you're part of the family and that you listen to this. So, yes, go ahead. Definitely do that. You can reach out to me. It is Amore underscore Shree. So feel free to send me a message or anything because um, I love answering questions. I love thinking of new topics or ideas to talk about because this is really for the people. This is for everyone. And I want to be able to help everybody. Um, well, I know I can't always help everybody, but if there's something, you know, that is on your mind or a topic that you'd like for me to talk about or look into, you know, I'm definitely open into doing that. And I love seeing love because love, love is just beautiful. So, all right. So we're just going to dive into this right quick. And like I stated, this episode is regards to becoming mentally fit. So I'm going to go over six things that you can do to become mentally fit. So no really in no particular order, but I do suggest um, if you have like a pen or paper or anything like that, or you can use your phone, the notepad on your phone. Um, I do suggest maybe writing some of these things down because some of this information that I do give you will probably be very helpful, especially in this time that we're going through, this season that we're going through. Um, this information actually helped me as I was just, you know, looking it over and just thinking about, you know, and I- ideas to talk about. Um, and a lot of my inspiration also came from um, 
there's a podcast that I listened to by Eric Thomas. If you don't know about Eric Thomas by now, what are you doing? So he's on Instagram. That's ET the Hip Hop Preacher. And then also there's another guy. Well, there's four of them. There's um, Eric Thomas, Jamal King, Carl Phillips, and CJ. And they all have a podcast together. And it's called, um, oh, I should know it, The Secret to Success Podcast. And I love it. So shout out to them. I love their podcast. They have helped me. They actually helped me in my mind mentally form today's podcast and has motivated me so much in my life. Like I just shout out to them. You don't even understand. Just shout out to them. Just go follow them and you'll know why. So the first um, thing or key element that you can do to become mentally fit to get that one pack, because remember, we're going to get six packs. So the first thing that you can do is journal. And I know a lot of people like journal, like when I used to think of journaling, I used to think of diaries. And I know, especially for us females, a lot of us used to have diaries. I know I had a diary. I was big on diaries. Um, I remember I used to have diaries that had locks on them and things like that. So I used to love writing. And I just, I personally, I just love writing. Um, It's just something that I really, 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 really enjoy. Um... But as I got older, I stepped away from diaries because, you know, I was in high school, then I went to college and things like that. So I'm like, what am I writing diary for? But after graduating from college and things like that, there was definitely something that was missing from me that I really did miss in regards to just looking back at things that I did or accomplish or just ways that I felt. Um, and that was journaling because when I used to have my diary, I used to go back into like, oh my gosh, I remember when I did this. Or I remember when I did that, or I remember this emotion. I remember when I was happy. I remember I was sad. Or I remember why I didn't like this person or why this person may have hurt my feelings. So um, as I got older, um, I realized journaling was something that I missed. So a lot of us that are older, and I know it's probably many of us that are um, a little bit older than probably high school age that listen to this podcast. But if you are high school age or elementary school age, that is perfectly fine. Um there are so many uh, benefits of journaling and some of them includes that it brings you a state of mindfulness. Um, there is a connection between happiness and mindfulness when we journal. So when you journal, you really become more aware. So if you're journaling about what happened today, you become aware like, okay, what did I do today? What was my morning like? Did someone make me feel a certain way? Did I feel good today? Why did I feel good today? So it kind of helps bring a sense of awareness it also helps with achieving goals because with journaling it doesn't even have to be like today I was with I'm making up a name today I was with time and we went for a walk or it it doesn't it doesn't have to be that type of journaling or it doesn't have to be like I was with my best friend and we went to the park and we blah 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 um you can use journaling in the aspect of just writing down your goals saying for instance this week I want to achieve this or within the next five years I want to achieve this or today this is what I achieved so um, you can use journaling to help you achieve goals Um, it also definitely helps with emotions Um, I know for me journaling definitely helps you figure out okay why was I feeling like that was there a trigger Because when you write it out, for some reason, when you write it out, you just see it better. A lot of times when you're in the moment, you don't see it. But writing things out really helps you just to become very, very mindful of your surroundings and just aware of your actions and just the way you feel. 
Um, so I mean, I journaling, I think is, is great for emotions. I mean, if you're angry, it's great. If you're happy, it's great. If you're sad, I think it just allows you to get it out and allows you to not be judged. And that's, you know, that's the thought about journaling. It allows you to not be judged. Like your paper not going to come back to you and be like, like your paper ain't going to start talking. Be like, girl, why'd you write that? Or boy, why'd you write that? How dare you? Like journaling, journaling allows you to be free. It allows you to be you. It allows, it's like a no judgment free zone. And like, that's just beautiful because we live in a world where unfortunately, you know, not that, you know, you might not care, but a lot of people do judge other people. It's just, it's honestly, it's life. Um, journaling also strengthens discipline. And what does that mean? That means, um, you can create a routine. You can say every time, every day that I wake up, I'm going to get up and journal in the morning. I can write down maybe three things that I want to accomplish today Um, or you can also say, you know what, at night I'm going to journal. Um, another suggestion you can do is a gratitude journal. So a gratitude journal is you can, you know, just use a regular notebook, anything, piece of paper, and you can write down maybe the top three things that you're thankful for the day. Um, or top three things that you did or accomplished. So that's a great way to kind of just evoke positive thoughts. So you don't want to write down anything negative. You want to just strictly focus on things that you are thankful for, or just, small things that you did that day. It can literally be like today I made my bed. It literally, it doesn't big or small. No one's really, no one's reading this. I mean, unless you want to show other people, but no one's reading this except for you is a judgment free zone. Um, journaling is also, um, a form of healing. Um, just kind of like how I said in regards to emotions, um, and just no judgment free zone, writing down things, it doesn't judge you. Um, like I said, you can, when you write down things, you can kind of visualize and see the triggers. Like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be around this person or maybe this guy isn't for me. Maybe this girl isn't for me or maybe this guy is for me. Maybe this girl is for me or maybe I need to do more of this or maybe I need to do less of this. Um, it just kind of helps you get a better perspective. And then journaling also helps too. like, say for instance, you live alone, you don't have anybody or anyone to talk to. If you don't have a best friend, if you don't have no one to talk to, you know, you can always just write down your thoughts, um, or ideas. And that's a great way to just kind of express yourself. Um, it also builds self-esteem. Um, it inspires creativity. It allows you to self self-reflect and it also relieves stress. So that's number one. So if you, if you want to write that down, the number one, um, one of the number one things you can do in regards to being mentally fit to get that one pack, because remember, we're going to get six packs. We're going to do our crunches in our mind. And um, the first thing to that one pack is journaling, journaling, writing down things, having a gratitude journal, whatever you want to call it. And it's so simple, y'all. You can get a 99 cent notebook. I mean, with the way things is going right now, I know a lot of things are closed wherever you're located. Um, but, you know, or a piece of paper or you can start off on your phone. I know many of us have notepads on our phones. Like I know the iPhone has a notepad. I bet you the Android has it as well. So you can just write these things down on your phone. That's the first step. And the, the one of the things is that I'm learning to it's all about the small steps. Small steps lead to big changes. So. I'm not saying all in one day, you know, like tonight, you're like, oh my gosh, I got a journal. Or tomorrow morning, I got a journal. Small steps, literally small steps. And you'll trust me, you'll get there. 
Um, cause it's still a work in progress for me. I still don't do it every day. There's some days that I do it and there's some days that I don't feel like doing it, but that's where the discipline comes in. You, you have to kind of become disciplined in doing it. And like I said, also too, it'll become fulfilling. You're like, yeah, I did it. Yep. I was disciplined. I was on my routine. I, I wrote in my journal this morning. I wrote in my journal at night. It creates a routine. So yes, that's number one. Write that down. Journaling. Number two. To get that second pack, so we got our one pack, now we got our two pack, if that makes sense, two pack, second pack, is you want to work on your passion. So what does that mean? So that basically means you want to work, so every, we all know what we're passionate about. So yes, we may work at a grocery store, or yes, we may work at a bank, yes, we may work at um, a hospital, or yes, we may work at... There's a number of places. So there's a lot of places that we work, but deep down inside our spirit, we know what we're passionate about. And a lot of times what we're passionate about is brewed up when we're younger. A lot of the things that I'm passionate about um, was already brewed up when I was younger. I didn't really fully understand it. But now as I get older, I get it. So one of the things is kind of funny with me was that Uh, When I was younger, I used to be in school. Um, The teachers used to always put on my report card. I don't know if you remember the report cards back in the day. They used to be blue and white for me. And it would have like the little comment, like the teacher would put my grade and it would be a comment. And it was to say for me, talks too much. Literally, I wasn't a bad student or anything like that, but I just used to just talk too much. And, uh, you know, at the time, you know, um, my parents weren't happy about it. Like, what are you doing talking too much? But as I got older, I'm like, wait a second, like talking too much wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Yes, at the moment. But like that is a reason why I actually start this podcast It's because I like talking and I'm like, what better way for me to release what I have had in me for years than to release a podcast? Like I enjoy talking like I love talking about several topics. I'm definitely passionate about the topic of diabetes and health because I am a diabetic. I'm passionate about the topic of mental health because I've been through depression, anxiety. There's so much, there has, there's been so much that I've been through. So I'm very passionate about certain topics. So you want to work on your passion because when you work on your passion, you feel like you're accomplishing something because you are, it's not that you're feeling like you are accomplishing something. Um, you feel like, you know, you're giving, you know, a sense of, you have a sense of purpose in this world. Um, when you're very passionate about something, it doesn't feel like you're working. Like you feel like you're just doing something that you love. Like for instance, for me, I love writing books. So when I used to write when I was younger, I thought nothing of it. I thought everyone wrote books. I would just like write books and then I write another book. And for me, it came easy, but for others, it does, it doesn't. So that's also too. Um, so passion and gift kind of fall hand in hand because a lot of times our gift, which is kind of crazy is that when we're gifted at something or something is our gift, a lot of times we're like, Oh, um, just that, like, say for instance, someone knows how to, um, let me think somebody knows how to like my one friend, she's, um, into like, like redecorating things like it could be a box and she could redecorate it and make it sparkly and turn it into brand new or she I remember one time she created like some wall art it had like glitter on it it was so beautiful 
And I said to her, I said, can you make it for me? She said, girl, that's simple. All you got to do is go on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. I went on YouTube. That was not easy. And I still haven't did it. And I still told her I'm going to pay her to this day to make me the same wall art. But basically, that's something she's gifted in. And it comes easy for her. And a lot of times so something, a lot of times when we are gifted in something, a lot of times we look at it like, what just that that's how you know that's your gift when you be like oh just that oh i oh just that like i just built that car on the road oh just that i just put some two i put four wheels on it and put this and that like no no sir no ma'am you're gifted so um passionate gift is the same thing so some of the takeaways and benefits of working on your passion or gift is that it fuels it fuels your success um it strengthens confidence it reduces stress it enhances relationships it creates new experiences. It gives you something in common with other people. Let me read that to you. It gives you something in common with other people. The reason why I wanted to read that back to you is because a lot of times, and I felt like this, and I still do to some extent, have you ever felt like you were just alone in regards to like your thoughts? Like sometimes I'm like, why do I feel like I'm the only one thinking like this? It's because you're not putting yourself in an environment where th- where others think like you. Trust me, when I say there's others that probably think just like you or passionate about something that you're passionate about, sometimes you have to go out there and go forth and not be afraid to like meet up with people or network. Um, and then also, too, when you do work on your passion, like say, for instance, you want to write a book. Once you write that book and release that book, you might get to know other authors and then you're going to you know, start becoming a part of a group of people who share, you know, a common passion or a common goal. And then also too, working on your passion also gives you purpose. So if you're already kind of going throughout life, like, man, I don't know what's my purpose. Like, why am I here? Why I'm on this earth? Um, working on your passion definitely will help you understand your purpose and fulfill your purpose. So I'll kind of say passion and working on your gift is, I would say that's basically the same thing. So let's see the next one. So the next third tip in regards to being mentally fit. So we're on our what our third pack. So we had our first pack, which is journaling. Then we had our second pack, which is working on your passion. And then our third pack is reading. So reading, like I stated before, I love writing. Um, and I used to love, love, love reading. I was more into, when I was younger, fictional books. So I love fictional books. But now as I got older, I definitely like more nonfiction books. I like books um, in regards to like spirituality, um, books in regards to businesses or how to just, you know, grow your mental health. Those are the type of books that I really enjoy now. Um, so reading um, has so many wonderful benefits. So um, it expands your knowledge. So Expand your knowledge on a certain topic. Like say, for instance, you thought you knew all you knew about cars. But if you read a book about cars, you might learn something new. Or if you never knew about cars, um, that's just something I'm thinking about. That can help broaden your knowledge about cars. So it definitely expands your knowledge. Um, reading expands your vocabulary. Um, it's also shown to be a stress and tension and relief. So have you ever noticed like when you read a lot of times you're not like tense, like, oh my gosh, you're not reading this line like, and today Sally went down the road. Like you're not tense. Nine times out of 10, when you're reading, you're relaxed. Unless, I mean, be real. I've been tense when I be reading my school textbooks because I don't be want to read them sometimes. So that's different. But if you're reading a book that you enjoy, 
You should not be stressed. You should not feel tension. I mean, unless it's something, you know, suspenseful in the book. But other than that, you should feel very relieved. Um, it also creates a better focus. So you're focusing on the words. You're focusing what's happening. You're focusing what's going on with the character. You're focusing. You just have a better focus. Um, and it enhances imagination. The beauty, the beautiful thing about reading that I love and what I used to love about a book that did not have pictures is that you can imagine. Um, you can definitely, um, you can imagine um, what's going on in a book. You can imagine like what's going on in the scene. And it's like, no one, no one draws it out for you. It's literally all in your mind. So that's the beautiful thing in regards to reading. Like you create your own world. Like they could be like, oh, Bobby went up the hill and you envision your own Bobby versus them putting Bobby on top of the cover. I mean, which they can, but that's why I love reading. It creates my own imagination. It also improves your memory. Um, it increases intelligence. It may help against Alzheimer's disease. Um, it can help you relax. And reading before bed can also help you sleep. And I definitely agree with this because um, I try to read before bed. For some reason, I don't know if you notice this, but when you read before you go to bed, I feel like anyways, like when I pick up a book, for some reason, I automatically get sleepy. Like, literally, I could be like wide awake. But as soon as I start reading at night, I'm like, oh, I'm getting tired. So with me is what I do is this is I like pure darkness. Like when I sleep, I don't like any lights on. I need it dark. I need to be zoning into nighttime. So what I ended up going, what I ended up doing is I went to Barnes and Noble and I got me little, um, a book light and it's really, I love it. You charge it like through like a, um, an outlet. I love my little book light. You clip it on your book, whatever. And then it just lights up the pages. So when I'm done reading my book, instead of having to get up, turn off all the lights, I literally just click the little clicker on the book light, close my book, put it beside me or put it in my bed and keep it moving. So, um. That just goes to say that reading before bed definitely helps me to sleep. For some reason, it gives me like, it just soothes me me, and I just feel like, I don't know, it just rocks me to sleep. Um, So um, I definitely um, enjoy reading before, you know, um, going to sleep. I never really read, um, I feel like I have. I never really read in the morning. I have read like, I have tried like reading the Bible and stuff like that. And I still do, but I never really read like a book in the morning. That's something that um, I got to try. And if you have, if you are one of those who have read a book in the morning, send me a message and let me know how that went. I want to know because I I don't, I typically don't read in the morning um, any book. I literally just, you know, I'm trying to now create a, a better morning routine and now with the state of where we're at in life, I feel like there's no better time than now to create a routine because the way things is going, you know, um, and I'm positive about what's going on. I feel like there's a reason for everything. Like I said, we can get mentally fit right now. We get physically fit, spiritually fit. Listen, financially fit. Listen, there's so much. So I'm going to definitely dive into all those various aspects of being fit. So yes. So, so that was number three, which was reading. Number four, uh, number four thing, or the other way, number the fourth thing to get a fourth pack. So we got our first, our first pack. We got one, two, three. We're on fourth. We're on our fourth pack. We're trying to get that six pack. Is 
focus in on spiritual spirituality. I know I'm probably butchering that word. Um, so focusing on spiritual growth and to some people, um, that can mean so many different things. And I'm not talking about spiritual spirituality in regards to religion or anything like that. Cause it doesn't necessarily have to be tied to religion. I just mean in more of becoming one with yourself, becoming okay with yourself, loving yourself, accepting yourself, flaws and all. Cause honey, we all have flaws. None of us, when I tell you not, not one of us are perfect on this earth. None of us are perfect. So it just allows you to just, you know, inhale and exhale right now. Just inhale with me and exhale. Doesn't that, doesn't that feel good? It just allows you just to become one with yourself. So, you know, in regards to focusing on your spirituality, um, you want to know, you, you kind of say to yourself, you need to understand to yourself is what's your foundation? What's your foundation and who's your foundation? Um, that's kind of something that, that I look to for myself. I say to myself in the morning, what's your foundation and who's your foundation? When you don't have a foundation, you just going to be falling apart because a house without a foundation, honey, ain't no house. So those are two key things I always say to myself. What is your foundation and who's your foundation? And from there, you should be able to build the structure, which is yourself and be able to create just just a better you. And then also, too, I read this book. It was called A Purpose Driven Life. Really, really great book. And um, for me, in regards to um, expanding my spirituality, um, I read the Bible. So one of the really good things that he brought up, he stated that he stated that the Bible, the author stated that the Bible is like the owner's manual. I said, I never thought about that. He said that, you know, God created us and, you know, he gives us the owner manual. So basically that is the Bible is like literally the manual to our lives. And I was just like. Wow. Never thought of that. So, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, it doesn't have to be spirituality doesn't have to be tied to religion. Um, it's, it can be your own way of how you want to connect with yourself and connect with the universe. If there's any tips or anything or anything that you do um, in regards to just kind of just focusing on yourself and quiet yourself. You know, feel free to send me a message. Like I said, feel, send me a message. My Instagram is a more underscore Shree. I can definitely talk about it on my, um, next podcast, because this is another topic that I really enjoy. Um, and, um, like, as I stated, as humans, we are not perfect and we all fail at one point or another. So we need someone we could kind of look for answers to. And, you know, just like I said, becoming one with the self is just a beautiful thing. Um, it promotes clarity. It promotes structure. It allows you to remove physical and mental clutter. Um, I always suggest start small. You don't have to start all in. So say, for instance, you want to start getting into reading the Bible. Um, maybe read a, a script. I'm not a script, a script, y'all. Y'all know what I meant. Well, y'all know what I meant. Maybe read a scripture. One little scripture. It doesn't even have to be like the whole Bible. Cause I will tell y'all this right now. The Bible itself which is so much words for me is a, is, is a lot. It's sometimes overwhelming. So maybe say to yourself, you know what? You could say, like, say first you wake up and you're like, you know what? Today I'm not feeling my best. 
um, I need something to cheer me up or to push me. Go on Google, type in a scripture that's going to help me, like type in on Google, provide me with a scripture that's going to help me, that's going to help cheer me up. And then they're probably going to Google, you know, Google got everything. Um, they're going to probably provide you with a bunch of, you know, scriptures that's going to help you. And then maybe write that scripture on the index card and keep it with you all day. That's a tip. So start small. You don't have to start big. Um, focusing on spiritual growth, it brings a better and happier life. It helps eliminate fear, anxiety, and stress. It brings a sense, it brings a sense of inner peace. Don't we all just want inner peace? Cause I know I do. I love when I have inner peace, just uh, inner peace is just so beautiful. It allows you to be more patient. It allows you to be more confident. And also to the last one, it allows you to act with some common sense. Cause there's some people out here that don't have no common sense. Y'all talking about zero common sense. So yeah, so we're going to, we're going to do it again. Let's inhale and exhale. I know that felt good. I know that felt good. It felt good for me. So next, number five, we're going to talk about is exercise. And we all know, we all have heard it, the benefits of exercise. And a lot of us go womp, 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 because we're like, I don't got time. I don't got time to exercise. Oh, I don't have time to do this. Well, let me tell you, honey, if you live in the United States or elsewhere right now, with the way things is going right now, you, you probably got plenty of time. And right now, we actually don't have any excuses. Yes, the gyms are closed for many of us. But for a lot of us, some of us, you know, fortunate enough, they might have gym equipment in their house. Um, and then also, too, y'all can go on YouTube. Listen, on YouTube, type in hip-hop workout. If you like working out to hip-hop music, Tybo, I, countless stuff. So there's no excuses. There's zero excuses. And then also, too, if you, you can also just walk around in your house. I know that could be kind of boring. But maybe put on your favorite tunes. Maybe you could be, you know, do something like blast your favorite song and be like, hey, hey, like there's something to do. So the benefits of exercise is that it eliminates depression. Um, and I'll like I'll be very transparent. Um, like that's what I want to do in this podcast anyway, but I'll be very transparent. There was a point in my life that I became, you know, um, I had like a very um, I became very depressed and. I really didn't know how to shake it off. Um, did not really, I was just like in a really, really dark space. Um, couldn't figure it out. And I started small. Um, I remember I went to the gym one day, the next day I went to the gym and long story short, y'all, by the time I, by the time I looked up, I was in the gym for three months. I had lost, um, excuse me. Um, I had lost, I want to say about 15 pounds and I was like, the best size that I could have been. I'm talking about y'all. My confidence was boosted and I was not cocky. If anything, I was like, I was just very confident. I was happier. The world was glowing. The sun was shining when it was raining. Like everything was just so beautiful. So all I'm saying is that if right now you're going through depression or anxiety or anything like that, if it's just walking in your house, cause I know a lot of the gyms are closed walk in your house, do something for 15 minutes, put on an exercise DVD, watch something. There's so many. And I know I, from what I heard, um, one of my stores was telling me that I guess now Beachbody is offering a free, their free program. I'm not too familiar about familiar with Beachbody, but 
I mean, like there's right now, there's no better time. So, um, exercise helps in, um, control weight. Um, it helps with weight loss. It improves mental health and mood. Cause y'all know when y'all leave the gym, cause I know when y'all leave the gym, first of all, you be thinking you got a six pack. When I leave the gym, you can't tell me nothing. I literally be leaving a gym and I'm like, I'm going to take on the world. I'm going to eat all my fruits and vegetables. And I know I just lost 15 pounds, even though I was in the gym for an hour. That's what my mind be like. Like literally I'm talking about complete, complete mood enhancer. Like I'd be like, and what? I'd be walking out like, yep, I worked out. I'd be, work- I'd be coming out with my little gym bag. You can't tell me nothing. So if you want to feel popping mentally and physically, Listen, work out because this podcast is about being mentally fit. So go work out. If you're trying to be popping, mentally popping, go to the gym or work out. Okay, gym's close. Sorry, y'all. Go work out at home. Walk. Do something. Um, it also, exercise also boosts your energy. And it's also a natural and anxiety treatment. So it releases endorphins. So like I said before, in regards to depression, anxiety, or anything like that, just like 15 minutes of working out or just walking can really help you. And I know that word workout scares people. So I'll tell you this right now. Um, someone with a health background, do what makes you feel happy. If working out means you dancing, by any means dance. If working out for you means lifting weights, by any means lift weights. Because if you are if you do something that you don't like, you're not going to stick to it. Like it is what it is. You're, you're not going to stick to it. So do something that you're like, and then from there, build upon it. So that's number five. So a lot of y'all know, like I said, stated before, y'all, a lot of y'all know the benefits of exercise. Unfortunately, as a society, a lot of times we often don't exercise. But now, which is so funny because the gyms is closed. Now everybody like, oh my gosh, the gyms is closed. When y'all weren't even worrying about the gyms about two weeks ago. That's besides the point. Last but not least, to get that six pack, okay, that mental six pack you want to eat right. So eating right, there's so many benefits of eating right. The number one thing about eating right, and I can vouch for this myself, is it's something about eating right. When you eat right, when you eat that salad, you be like, yeah, I did that. I did that. I ate that salad. Especially when you eat a salad and the next person next to you be eating a cheeseburger or a hamburger, you be like, nope, popping, popping, ate that salad. So um, and it doesn't have to be a salad, guys. For me, I do smoothies, and I'm a pescatarian. Um, I haven't had me it'll be three years oh my gosh tomorrow it'll be exactly three years since i've been a pescatarian so i haven't ate meat for three years um and you know eating right you have to eating right basically is eating right whatever is eating right for you so what i mean by that so if you literally eat okay hopefully you don't three hamburgers a day and you you decide to just go down to one hamburger a day for me personally, from a health standpoint, someone like as like a health coach, I would say that's fine because you're doing something. You went down from three hamburgers to one hamburger. And I always suggest to start small because when you just get rid of everything, I'm telling you, you're going to binge. You're going to be like, yo, where are those potato chips? Where are those Oreos? So I always say start small and try to figure out like some really, really, really good modifications in regards to um like your favorite food like say for instance you like chocolate maybe you could do strawberries like with chocolate or something like that so just figure out a good modification like I wouldn't say strictly take it away I mean obviously strictly taking away is probably the best thing to do health-wise especially if you're you know dealing with a chronic illness and you have no other choice yes 
but if this is something that you're trying to do gradually, um, I would definitely suggest, you know, just kind of being slow about it. And one of the biggest things like we stated before in regards to spiritual growth, um, just, we just have to do it. I know I have to do it. Just work on being patient because we do live in a microwave society. We want things, we, we want things at once. We want to, we want to go to the gym and come out with a six pack. That ain't going to happen. You know, people with six packs and all that, it takes time. Um, you know, it takes time, like it takes time to get a bachelor's degree for most people. It takes four years. So a lot of things take time. And so we just have to understand that. So eating right helps with weight loss and improves mood. And eliminates things such as depression, anxiety um, is great um, in regards to health management for people who have chronic illnesses such as diabetes, like me, type 1 diabetic. Um, it helps in regards to heart health. Um, it helps feel good. Like I said, it improves your mood. Like it helps you feel good. Like you be feeling popping because I know I be feeling popping. When I be eating my smoothie in the morning or at night, I'm like, yes, because I'm clean. Like I literally love when my body feels clean. I don't know if it's just me, but have y'all ever ate some trashy food or just ate trashy food all day and your body be feeling like a trash can? Like literally, I sometimes be at work and I'll sit at my cubicle, whatever, or my desk and I'm like, I feel like a garbage can. But then when you put like something clean in it or some water, you be like, oh, I feel, I feel pure. Maybe it's just me, y'all, but that's how I feel. Eating right also helps with being disciplined. And like I said, I've been disciplined for almost three years now. I have not had meat. Was it hard at first? Yes, to some extent, because I would sometimes forget that I didn't eat meat. But I've never been a huge, huge person. I was like, oh, I need to have steak or anything like that. I've never been huge on it. I do still miss my boneless wings. But guess what? They make vegan boneless wings, a vegetarian boneless wings. So I'm still popping in that area. Um, also, eating right, eating right helps you focus. It helps you focus if that's not the truth for me um I use my fitness pal I love to scan the food that I eat and upload it it helps me focus and arrow in or zero on zero in into what I'm eating and just to kind of just really get just a great idea of the foods that I'm eating you know looking at the nutrition facts and just understanding what I'm putting in my body so it helps you to focus um so like I like I said eating right just all around is just a beautiful thing. It helps you mentally. It definitely helps you mentally. So by now, y'all, y'all should have a six pack. Okay. Y'all should have a six pack in your brain and your mind. By now, y'all should be mentally fit. And if you're not mentally fit by now, give yourself six months. Because if you follow these things within six months, you're going to be popping. They're like, oh, girl, you look good. Like your brain look good or your your mind look good. I know that's so silly. But you're not be like, oh, girl, you look good physically. Because listen, you are going gonna to be looking good physically and mentally because the stuff that I gave you is going to help your body and your mind. So just to go back over it. Number one, journaling. Number two, work on your passion. Number three, reading. Number four, focusing on spirituality or spiritual growth or spiritual wellness, however you want to put it. Number five, exercise. And number six, eating right. So we are now at the end of the show. And I hope that all of this information was informative because it was informative for me. Um, All of these things that I wrote down are things that I'm currently doing and I'm not perfect, so there's some days where I might slip up and not do this or that. But listen, y'all, right now, the time that we in right now or any time, y'all, this is the time to just zero in on yourself and get yourself together. So when this is over, y'all going to, listen, we're going to be popping as a whole. 
we gonna be good. And so when somebody asks us how you feeling, you're like, I'm good. I'm real good. It's gonna be that good. So you're gonna really be feeling good. So um, I thank you guys for listening. Like I said last week, thank you all for everyone for listening to my first episode last week. And we are now at the end of this week's show. And I hope this information was helpful, insightful, and everything in between. And don't forget, if you do have any questions or want to reach out to me or anything like that, feel free to go on my Instagram, follow me on there. I'm Amore, Amore, yes, underscore Shree, S as in Sam, H as in Henry, R as in Robert, I as in Indigo, Amore underscore Shree. Make sure you follow me on there. Make sure you send me a message, you know, share that you put an Instagram story that you listen to this podcast. If you find it helpful, do whatever you got to do. Hashtag I'm good fam because I love to see all my little fam, my fam out there, you know, because we about to be a community. We about to be popping, sending your questions, something that you want me to talk about, or if you want me to shout you out. Listen, I'll shout you out. If there's something that you're working on, listen, I'm here to support. So make sure you guys do that. And thank you so much for listening. And I will see you beautiful people next week. Bye-bye.